That's all it is, Miles. A leap of faith. Surprise, Sydney. Welcome back to the Cinemania World Podcast. I'm Larry, and today we are reviewing Good Luck to You, Leo Grand, from the 2022 uh, Sundance Film Festival. And to help me in this review, I am joined by Manda from the Cinemania World team and Candid Cinema. Hi, Manda. Hey, happy to be here. Welcome back. It's always a joy and a pleasure. <laughs> and we are also joined by Josie from the Film Posers and the Cinemania World team. Hi, Josie. Hello. Thank you for inviting me because this is one of my favorite films from Sundance 2022. It is my favorite film, but it doesn't mean as much for me because I saw literally almost nothing compared to these two women right here. They have just been like going <laughs> in with the Sundance coverage. So team yeah. no sleep. <laughs> well, today we are talking about good luck to you, Leo Grand, which is a 2022 British comedy drama directed by Australian director, Sophie Hyde from a screenplay by comedian Katie Brand. The film stars Emma Thompson and uh, Daryl McCormick. I apologize, Daryl. And it follows Nancy Stokes, a 55-year-old widow who is yearning for some adventure, human connection, and some good sex. So we're going to start off with you, Miss Josie. How did you feel about Good Luck to You, Leo Grant? I just generally connected with it and I really loved it. Mostly, like, I don't know, it just reaches an emotional part inside of you. And it just, there's so much that it gets out of you. Because I was crying just 30 minutes in and everyone was like, oh, it's going to get worse. And I'm like, what do you mean? So <laughs> it was just great performances all around. They really bounced off each other really well. Um, the story was very entertaining, and I think it's pretty easy to keep up with. Um, yeah, I just getting into it just a little bit. I just love this. Just a nice exploration of female sexuality more than anything. Also, um, destigmatizing sex work, and it's not a rom com, but it will appeal to people that like feeling lighthearted and watching those kinds of stories okay manda what did you think of the film yeah i agree with josie i i really loved it within like the first 10 minutes just because of the concept that they were setting up and i love 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 emma thompson so she's always a delight on screen but this was just really charming um and what I love the most is just having those open conversations about sexuality. I think it's really important at any stage in life. It doesn't necessarily have to stop once you reach a certain age. So I love that they address that too. And um, yeah, it was really nice to meet Daryl McCormick too <laughs> on screen. He was great. They had great chemistry. Um, and I just think that people need to see it just 
to find that comfort in different forms of intimacy that they displayed in this film. And I think that was really important for me too. And it may become a comfort film for so many, um, but I just love the conversations that they had between the two of them. Yeah, I also loved this film. Like Josie, I felt like I really connected with it, uh, and I really connected with the character of Nancy, although I'm not a 55-year-old widow. Um, I mean, I was very uh, worried. I remember I was just asking my friends that also saw it, like, I am relating to this 50-something-year-old right? woman, and I'm 25. Yeah, I, feel I was like, basically, that's me, um, in, <laughs> looking like Emma Thompson on the screen right now, but... Uh, instantly first of all i think it's it was really funny mm-hmm. yeah. um it made me laugh pretty much immediately uh emma thompson is always really good at comedic timing and i think maybe sometimes she gets a little bit underpraised mm-hmm. for her work oh as definitely a comedian yeah because she's such a great dramatic actress that we forget just how good she is in that comedic setting and she balances those two so perfectly in this film it's it's really a wonderful performance from her Mm -hmm. and one of her most human performances i think in some time she always delivers great stuff but this one just it struck a different chord i think than we've seen from her in a little while at least Mm -hmm. and daryl mccormick i actually recognized him from wheel of time the amazon series that came out in december he had a very minor role in that series but y'all know me uh and my thirsty self i took note of him immediately (laughs) in the series he made an impact Uh, (laughs) so to see him come back in this uh and come back he does i was like oh my okay but like you both said what great chemistry i think he just kind of oozes charm Mm -hmm. naturally and him bouncing off of emma thompson just was effortless they had just a really good natural chemistry he puts you at ease as a a watcher too Mm -hmm. especially if you do kind of feel like emma thompson he kind of puts you at ease as he puts her at ease and you're like okay maybe i can deal with this maybe i won't feel awkward either and i can ease my way into the whole film (laughs) and it just it worked now do either of you have any negatives when it comes to the film I wanted more. <laughs> yeah, it was like it, I felt like it was a bit too short. Um, I would have stayed with them a bit longer, uh, or else I just I loved it so much that I wanted more from them. And you agree, Josie? Yeah, I can't really think of anything right now, so I'm not gonna try to nitpick it and try to find something because it yeah, would no, definitely no. be a disservice to the film. I guess sometimes I did feel like it got a little bit slow, but I can't really criticize it because it was necessary considering like the pacing was necessary Mm -hmm. for the journey of the characters and we went along with that with them so yeah i can't really credit i think they did a good job i kind of that was pretty much my only real critique to manta was (laughs) i i could have had it actually be a little bit longer uh it's under two hours much Mm -hmm. like a lot of these sundance films this year were Mm -hmm. Uh, in some cases thankfully (laughs) in this case though like manta said honestly uh i mentioned in my like solo review that i did for my channel 
I could have stuck with these two characters like all day. Just I could just mm-hmm. be in the room with them all day long and be just fine. That's how good everything was working for me. Mm-hmm. So I think especially as we get into some of these other deeper stuff, because we do touch on a lot rather that it's not just about sexual exploration. We, we get into some emotional exploration as well and how that ties in. And I think we could have stuck with that and had a little bit more time with that. So adding on not too much more time, but an extra like 10 minutes, I think the film would have been fleshed out just a bit more. Mm-hmm. But I mean... I think that's a pretty amazing critique on your film. If all we can think is we wanted more. <laughs> no, definitely. We, we, we wanted more. Uh, <laughs> how did you feel about the one location setting? Cause that's always something I think that gets brought up with a, a film like this, that sometimes films that stay put basically in just one room or one house, feel play-like or feel as if they're staged rather than uh, cinematic. Did either of you have any thoughts on that? I liked it. I mean, I'm a big fan of Shiva Baby, which does the same thing. I think that for such an intimate story like this one, it helps it, especially since we're always contained in that hotel room, that it's so satisfying when we finally see them out of it and it's earned So it really plays for the story instead of against it. Yeah, I I agree with Josie. And I also think that even if it is one location, like that one hotel room, they filled it with so much emotion and dialogue to create a safe atmosphere for those conversations. And I think that that it helped it in that case that we're like, okay, we're going to go back another day with them in this hotel room. And like, it was welcoming and comforting at the same time. So they really established that and, and it worked. And like a play, actually, I think they do a really good job of using that space. Mm -hmm. Like, uh, they're moving around in there, and it all feels deliberate. Like, they're not just, I don't know, running around for no reason (laughs) just to do it. Uh, But they they do make use of that hotel room in, in, in an organic way. But we also have a female director as well as a female creator and writer on this film. And I think that's obviously necessary for this movie. Um, How do you, do you feel that that was something that really helped it land? Or do you think this is a story that could have been told by a younger male or, or somebody else? Either one of you. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Um, yeah, so uh, I I personally think that (laughs) I, well, no, I personally just don't think that this, this is an example of a story that I think needs to be written specifically written by a female. Like if you're going to tell a story like this, this is one of those examples because so often I think we get bogged down in the discussion of just, you know, the, the age old kind of dismissive argument of, well, just hire the best person for the job, mm-hmm. whether that's a man or a woman or whatever. But when you're dealing with a story like this, one that we don't see, we've had films such as, oh God, what was the name of that one Meryl Streep, like rom-com where they're like having- Is it It's Complicated? 
it's complicated. It's a, yeah, that one. Yeah, so we've had like it's complicated, and recently, thanks to these big name actresses like Meryl Streep and Helen Mirren, who are really comfortable in themselves and comfortable in their own sexuality. Mm-hmm. Um, coming to the forefront even glenn close but she doesn't really do it quite as much um (laughs) they've really introduced a lot more kind of exploration of older women Mm -hmm. and it's been nice to see but we definitely have not pushed to to this level yeah no usually the most you get is diane keaton (laughs) god yeah diane (laughs) uh doing diane keaton exactly (laughs) the problem is her characters haven't changed really from when she was young to now they're still the same person it's so and she was never really like a sexy even when she was young she still played that kind of like awkward uh i don't know but (laughs) Uh, she stayed the same i do she has literally not changed in (laughs) however many years (laughs) it's so funny i do have to add though that if this i feel like the emotional depth that was created um, with the script it just wouldn't have worked if a man wrote it because I think they really focused on like emotional intimacy and a lot of people I find like like stories like that and having that emotional depth like it doesn't it's not translated well on screen for some reason and in this case I think that it really worked and like a woman could only like tap into that because everyone like considers intimacy like oh it's like sexual but it's not and I think that's why I connected with it the most because like actual conversations and getting to know someone like I think that's more intimate than the act itself and they really showed that in this yeah emotional intimacy definitely is a standout and something that a lot of us clearly value a lot. So to see that on a film that usually we don't get to see that kind of exploration and how it amplifies their physical attraction and their physical yeah. intimacy was very nice. Yeah. Yeah, I think it, yeah, I completely agree. So when we got those moments where it's just like touching one another's arm or chest or, you know, like when she's kind of exploring him, mm-hmm. it's, it's so like hot, you know, and you're like, oh, okay. And it, nothing is really happening, but it's, it, it means so much to the story too. And it's worked so well. And I do think this film does a good job of kind of demonstrating because so often too, it's like, well, if you want to have, you know, these deeper stories, you want to cut out all of the sexy and mm-hmm. I think this film shows that you can still be very sexy without, I don't know, this weird, gross gaze over yeah. the sex appeal that's yeah. brought in. We have nudity in this film, actually quite brave nudity uh, from Emma Thompson herself. And it holds so much emotional weight. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's such an impactful moment once you see the film and... I think it's just kind of a masterclass on how to bring in that touch mm-hmm. uh, and deliver these things in a way that services the story, that enhances the script and the emotional ties and depth that you have with these characters. Uh, and I, I just thought it was all really well done. So mm-hmm. great work, Sophie Hyde. <laughs> we appreciate your direction and Katie, your script, I think yes. was really smart, really snappy stuff. <laughs> and honestly, 
this was going to be hard for for another film to beat uh, for me, especially with mm. that screenplay. I thought the screenplay was so good that I'm like, uh. I mean, when they were know. dancing, I really liked yeah. when they started to dance. It was so sweet. I just want to know where I can hire Leo Grant from. <laughs> um, I need a therapy session uh, as well as other sessions. All my you want, and the I don't know that people menopause. do it this good. Yes, I I need the master of menopause here at my house. I'm going through hot and cold flashes as we speak, talking about this film. Somebody help me! Well, not somebody, Leo Grant specifically. Uh, come and help me no. <laughs> all right do you uh do you have any closing thoughts for us josie i just really hope that people give this film a chance it has been acquired so it will be released yeah. by searchlight and it's just such a great film i think it's also going to be streaming on hulu so no excuses mm-hmm. if you don't have hulu just find someone that does watch this film it's wholesome mm-hmm. it's great it's one of the best of sundance and very happy with it Okay, Amanda, any closing thoughts? Yeah, I echo what Josie says. Um, The first thing that I did after I finished watching it, I ran to go tell my mom and I told her all about it. I'm like, you're going to love this when this comes out. And and she loves Emma Thompson. So I just think that it's it's an important film just to showcase the emotional intimacy. And that's also important um, for women of all ages. Um, and I think that uh, it's going to be a comfort film for so many as well. So yeah, it's going to be on Hulu. Searchlight acquired it. Watch it. It's such a good movie. Honestly, <laughs> I'm so excited that it was. It was kind of the first big announcement to come out of the Sundance mm-hmm. because we've been kind of talking about it at least online how it's a little bit slow out the gate. We hadn't really had these big announcements, you know, those things that make you so excited at Sundance, hearing your favorite films getting picked up. It took a while this year. And uh, the first kind of big one was good luck to you, Leo Grant. Um, but also a couple of the other films had already been acquired. Well, uh, Fire of so Love maybe... got acquired Snatch pretty quickly with National That's Geographic. True. National Geographic, and... which is a great fit for that film. So yeah. it made, who else, you know, who else could acquire it? That would be as good a fit. <laughs> they um... would have been very, I'm sorry. They would have been very dumb if they hadn't done that. You guys have a little gem and I'm glad you you got it. Could you imagine exactly. neon rushing into Snatch <laughs> Fire of Love, you know. Like... <laughs> but I also think Searchlight Pictures was a great film fit Mm -hmm. for good luck to you leo grand so i'm very excited Mm -hmm. i'm also really excited it's going to streaming i know we have these big debates about streaming versus theatrical and all of that but i think this is a film that needs to have that wide access and i hope a lot of people take advantage of it i hope that you know it it gets those eyeballs on this film going to hulu so like josie said you have no excuses it's on (laughs) streaming get you that uh, seven day free trial if you don't have hulu when this debut (laughs) there's lots of other great stuff on there too so you it won't be a seven days uh missed out on trust me but that's it we all love it we're all singing good luck to you leo grand's praises coming out of sundance so keep your eye out keep it on your radar also make sure to keep your eyes on the sundance coverage coming from these two wonderful women here with me josie do you want to let everyone know where they can find you and your ongoing coverage of the festival 
Absolutely. You can find me at the Josie Marie on Twitter and Letterboxd, where I am writing all my thoughts and first reactions. You can also follow at Film Posers on Twitter and Instagram and YouTube, where we are uploading our video reviews for films we've seen at Sundance, as well as documenting what we've liked, what we recommend, and what we may have not liked. You know, mm. if you're curious, head on over there. <laughs> Perfect. And Manda, where can everyone find you and your coverage? Yeah, you guys can always follow me over at AMX NDA Reviews on Twitter, Instagram, and Letterboxd. You can check out my website, candidxcinema.com. All my Sundance uh, coverage is up there right now, and I have a couple of reviews up on geekbomb.net as well. All right, perfect. And make sure you are following the Cinemania World podcast on Twitter and Instagram, as well as Facebook. And you can find me on Twitter at ChiliBoyYT and Instagram and YouTube at ChiliBoyProductions. I did review the, the measly little three films I saw at Sundance, including a full review for this film, <laughs> if you'd like to hear that. But we appreciate you for listening to our review for Good Luck to You, Leo Grand. And... We will catch you on the next one. Bye.